Welcome to OECD Podcasts, where policy meets people. Today's digital transformation is already affecting the ways and nature of our work, the skills we need, and how we do business. While you may worry about your job, rest assured, new jobs, but ones requiring new skills, are also being created. In fact, between 2006 and 2016, 42% of all new jobs were created in digitally intensive sectors. Many people say we've been here before, whether the Industrial Revolution, the advent of the car, or the arrival of the internet. All of these transformations have changed the world of work, too. So, will the digital transformation be any different? In fact, in many countries, more people are at work today than ever before. But jobs are changing, and will continue to do so. Over the next 10 to 20 years, some 14% of jobs in the OECD are highly likely to be automated, and another 32% are likely to change significantly. Are we ready for such profound shifts? Perhaps not. Today, 6 out of 10 adults in OECD countries lack basic computing skills, and many are not receiving the training they will need, particularly low-skilled workers. So, how are businesses responding to such challenges? Are they changing their strategies, their skills demands, their research and development? How do they see the future and the public policies needed going forward? I'm Kate Lancaster. To consider these issues and to get a business perspective on the challenges and opportunities of the digital transformation, I'm speaking today with Belen Moscoso del Prado Lopez Doriga, Chief Digital and Innovation Officer at Sedexo, a global leader in quality of life services provision and facilities management. Welcome, Belen, and thank you for being with us. Thank you. It's my pleasure to have you here. So let's start right into it. How is technology reshaping how companies do business? How is it enabling greater and perhaps even better innovation than we've seen before? Technology is uh, certainly reshaping the business at Sodexo. It's certainly already influencing the experiences and the offers that we are bringing to our clients and to our consumers. This is for sure. It's also impacting the way we operate today our business because it allows us to do it much more efficiently. And certainly uh, we are taking this wave uh, to influence our strategic agenda. Uh, because we believe that uh, technology and data will allow us or bring us, uh, and it's already doing, new business models and new offers and new services. Um, And let me give you an example. If we think about our main business, which is food food services, Mm -hmm. um, today we can see already how in the past years we have shaped the experience that we are bringing to our consumers. We are offering, thanks to technology, new services such as click and collect Mm -hmm. or click and deliver. Um, today you can, uh, thanks to digital, uh, get deliver a meal from Food Cherry, which is one of our partners. So overall, at Sodexo, what we're trying to do is making sure that we embed technologies into our business and that we enhance everything uh, that we propose to our consumers and our clients. I'm sure you're not the only ones who are grappling with how to use technology to bring more to your clients, bring more to your business. I know that you're very involved in VivaTech. Can you tell us a little bit about that? So yes, it's the third year that we uh, are at VivaTech and uh, joined VivaTech uh, at the very beginning. It has been for Sodexo a great place to feature how technology and data was um, impacting all these businesses. Mm -hmm. This year, this specific year, we're going to uh, focus it on data data as an ingredient to the optimization of our businesses. 
Can you give me another example of how you're using data to optimize? So, for example, um, well, data is something that uh, it takes time. Mm. Uh, it's a new science uh, and it's a learning curve. But, for example, one of the things that we have managed to do and we're very proud of is uh, proposing um, to our site managers, that's how we call them, uh, predict prediction on the frequency that they will have on the site mm. that day. In terms and of numbers of people numbers coming. Numbers of people. Um, this is very important for us to operate much more efficiently, but it's also very important for something that at Sodexo is very important, which is the waste. Mm. Well, it's interesting what you say, learning curve, because I think this brave new world of work is a learning curve for everyone, not just for firms, but also for individuals. What do you think people need to succeed in today's digital world? I think that what we are seeing today is that we need to demystify digitalization. <clears throat> um, it's there. It's the future. So we all need to learn how to work with this something mm. that is coming. So we are training our workforce, we are using new technologies to do so, and we are training them to demystify uh, all these new technologies. For example, we have created a digital passport. This is a training that is done virtually where we propose our people to learn about these technologies, understand that they how they impact our business everywhere, show what we are doing today, and get them ready um, for when they scale up, get them ready to be able to use them. We are also using technologies to do typical trainings that we did before in paper, for example. Mm -hmm. So we've uh, developed um, a training using virtual reality uh, where uh, we tackle uh, health and safety on our sites. So it's a module mm -hmm. uh, with a real kitchen um, and we train them over a certain number of things that we want them to do in order to avoid accidents. We started uh, with a pilot and it's given enormous results in terms of the reduction of accidents. And you work with educational partners as well, don't you? You, you provide a lot of services to the educational sector. We do. Uh, we work a lot with uh, education. And there are two subjects that um, for, I want to give you as an example so that um, I share with you these. Um, the education sector, we have consumers that are very tech savvy. Hmm. Um, they're far more advanced, the students, than what we can, <laughs> what we can be. Age. So um, we had uh, the case in our campuses in the U.S. where the students were asking us uh, to deliver them food to the rooms late uh, at dinners and where maybe our food courts or, or were closed. We decided to deploy robots, a robot that delivers the food from our kitchen to the rooms. Um, we were not sure how our Robot workforce, delivery people our workforce would accept this change and how our students will like this change. And it, everything happened very smoothly. Oh. We did spend uh, a lot of time in the sites, uh, training our workforce on how it, they worked. And um, it's a real success. We plan to now uh, get this out in more than 400 maybe universities in the USA. So you must have had to also train the workers to work with the robots in collaboration. Totally. Wow. Totally. And it was okay. It's just like a, a, a matter of uh, spending the time uh, to, to teach uh, how this change impacts what they were doing before. There is so much stress out there about technology. You know, you have people worrying, is my child on a device too much? Is my um, 
my virtual assistant at home listening to everything that I say, will robots take our jobs? There can be really negative feelings around technology. But at the same time, technological advances just have, they have so much potential to improve well-being, to improve the quality of jobs. So how can companies navigate this? I, I think the question is more about using this technology right, like you say. Mm. Uh, if I think, for example, I have a girl that has a dyslexia, mm. she's working with technology and it's super fine. And thanks to technology, everything is working really well. I have a, a son, elder son, and he spends his time uh, playing and I spend my time uh, getting upset with him because <laughs> I prepare for him to spend his time socially with the family. Yes, I, think I, I know that story <laughs> personally very well. So I think that the, the, the success is how to use it, how to use it well. <laughs> and, uh, and this is our goal at, uh, at Sodexo. Uh, for example, we know in the world there are more and more people that are concerned about uh, and become vegetarian or not eating food, uh, eating meat or not eating uh, a certain number of food, things. Yeah. Uh, food sharing uh, allowed us uh, to deploy this in Paris and to offer in our sites this type of food through food delivery. Mm -hmm. This is a very good way of using uh, technology. Uh, I would imagine there's almost a medicalized side to that too for people who can't have a diet with salt or certain kinds of things because of allergies. Totally. Yeah. Another example is um, if we think about uh, the pain point that I told you before about in a restaurant when you, uh, the payment moment where there is a lot of queues. Uh, this was a real pain point. We are very happy to have found a solution that uses food recognition, uh, a Chinese company that we invested in. This could bring a negative side, and we were asked the questions many times, okay, but does this mean that uh, there will be less work uh, mm. for those people? And our answer to that is, of what we are seeing, is that no, okay. uh, technology is good. What we are doing with these people is making sure that they are trained to do a different job, uh, like uh, going into the kitchen or being coached as nutritionist mm -hmm. uh, or uh, taking a community role inside those restaurants. So technology is not eliminating the jobs, it's changing the tasks. That's it. Yeah. If I think about uh, my children, mm. uh, I realize that they will be doing jobs that probably don't exist today, mm. and it's okay. Well, I, I wanted on, on that very positive note, I wanted to ask you also about another interesting and exciting thing that I've heard about Sodexo, which is Sodexo Ventures. And I understand this is a new initiative where you're bringing together Sodexo's experience as a well-established global presence and, and, and taking that to startups, partnering with startups to do new and interesting things. So what has this been like so far? And, and what are you learning from this? What are they learning from you? So for me, Sodexo Ventures is a real success. Uh, we created it because we understood that innovation was not only inside of Sodexo but outside and that we needed to create the, the, the way uh, to partner uh, with startups uh, and to support startups. We've done already five investments in the US, in France and in China and we are understanding that Sodexo can bring obviously from a business point of view scale Mm. Uh, but we can also bring a lot of expertise to these companies because we have a lot of experts in different mat uh, materials. So it's very positive uh, to them to have us as partners. On our side, they are totally complementing the offers that we are bringing to our consumers or to our clients. Let me give you the example. We know that co-working mm -hmm. is something that um, 
it's evolving, it's happening. So we invested in Neonomad, uh, which is a platform that offers co-working. And this is something that in France, our consumers and our clients can mm-hmm. already find in uh, in our quality of life application. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and by co-working, you mean uh, co-working spaces where if you're an independent worker or a small startup, you have access to Wi-Fi business services? Yes, or even when you are in a company mm-hmm. and you decide to... Uh, work outside of the office and you need a space, you can reserve it directly. And uh, the second example is Klaxit, which is shared uh, cars Mm -hmm. uh, to come back home. This is another service that uh, we understand that brings value. We also invested in a health and wellness company in the US, LifeDojo, and uh, in an omni-channel SaaS solution uh, called Wind, on top of AI, which is the solution I told you uh, for our uh, restaurants. What are you learning from the startups as a company? What what kind of, you know, you can always say you can't teach an old dog new tricks, but I think we can all learn from each other. What are, what are you learning from them? We're learning everything from them. Um, they are super agile. Mm. Uh, they, we take or they take very fast decisions. They take risks mm. uh, and they focus uh, with a lot of agility uh, to deliver their ambitions. I think that the, where we're learning the most is how to work together. This is the most challenging part of these mm. uh, partnerships. Uh, I do think that it's bringing a lot of uh, value uh, to a company like Solix. Thank you very much for being here with us. It's been a pleasure to talk to you and to hear more about what Sodexo is doing. I'm Kate Lancaster. To listen to other OECD podcasts, find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and soundcloud.com slash OECD.